What is up, my fellow Andronauts? So, is milk estrogenic? Have I been wrong all this time and I've been misleading my fellow Andronauts by giving them the Testo shake? Is the Testo shake bad because it contains milk, right? Am I making everyone soy boys? Or should we rephrase to milk boys here? So in this video, we're going to talk about milk. Is milk really estrogenic? Because I get this question quite a lot. Milk is estrogenic. We should be avoiding milk. Maybe drink some coconut milk instead. So we're going to talk about that in this video. And if you do have problems with milk, I'm going to give you alternatives. What to have. So I'm going to show you why milk causes problems. It's not the estrogen. And then what you can do instead to find a really good alternative. So there are multiple estrogens found in milk. Let's look about the first one is estrone. Estrone is typically considered to be the weaker estrogen. And this is the estrone content in milk. You can see 1%, 2%, whole milk, half and half, cream and butter. But boom, like the more fat, the more estrogen the, the milk has. And you can see obviously 1% and then skim milk will have the less, the least amount of estrogen. But the more fat is in the food that you're having, the dairy you're consuming, the more estrogen, or at least in this case, estrone, you will be consuming. The same with estradiol. Estradiol increases as the fat content increases, but the amount of estradiol is much lower in milk than estrone. Let's talk about organic versus conventional, because a lot of people would say that you should only be consuming, uh, you know, milk from the wild, of the wild cows. And it's actually very interesting that organic um, milk actually contains slightly higher estrogen, according to this study, than conventional. And I add here goat milk just for reference, and you can see goat milk is significantly lower in estrogen than cow's milk. But conventional is basically the same as organic milk. So it does not really help to go and source something that's organic and better. You will not necessarily get lower levels of estradiol in your milk. The first thing I want to talk about why this is not a problem is the absorption of estrogen. And only about 2 to 5% of milk estrogens enter the systemic circulation which is very low. So first of all, you're consuming picograms, you're consuming nanograms, very, very, very small amounts of estrogen. And on top of that, the absorption is extremely, uh, extremely small. So when you absorb a hormone, it either goes to the lymphic system or it goes to the liver. And then the liver metabolizes more than 90% of that hormone and excretes it. So it doesn't even make it to the circulation where it can have an effect. So the first point is absorption is extremely low. Then the other point I want to make is there's a lot of other hormones in milk as well. So the first one, as you can see in this graph, is prolactin. Then we have IGF-1, prostaglandin E2, prostaglandin F2 alpha, TXB, we got cortisol, testosterone, 5-alpha steroids, progesterone, estrogens here, right? So we got a multiple of other steroids or hormones in milk as well. And you might be saying like, wow, it got, it got prolactin. I should probably not be consuming milk because it contains prolactin. But let me show you this. It's actually the testosterone or the androgen to estrogen ratios that matter the most. You can see it contains also more testosterone, 0.09 testosterone, versus the estradiol is like 0.02. So it contains almost five times more testosterone than it does estrogen, estradiol. But if you look at the five alpha steroids, it contains three versus 0.02 of the estradiol. So the amount of androgens is significantly higher than the amount of estrogens in milk. So ultimately, even if you inject yourself with testosterone, it matters the androgen versus the estrogen ratios, the amount of um, androgen that you have opposed to estrogen. 
So it's not just the amount that you're having, but it's the ratios between androgens. So milk contains both androgens and estrogens, but the androgens dominate. And even if you consume milk, it does not really increase your testosterone. So even like it is a good source of testosterone 5-alpha steroids, it doesn't even increase your levels of those hormones. How much milk is too much? So according to the study I found, 540 nanograms per deciliter per day is safe. And that amount is only 1% of the daily production of the population with the lowest estrogen production, which is pre-pubertal boys. So 540 nanograms per deciliter a day is only 1% of the population, is only 1% of the amount being produced of the population with the lowest levels of estradiol. So keep that in mind, 540 nanograms per day. Now, in order to consume 540 nanograms per deciliter, you have to consume between 68 and 409 liters of whole milk daily to get that amount. And as far as I know, no one is consuming 60, 70 liters of milk. Most people are literally consuming one or two glasses a day. With all of the people that I talk to, very often I ask them, hey, do you drink milk? Yes, I drink a lot of milk. How much milk do you drink? Well, I, I drink like two cups a day. It's like, bro, that's not a lot of milk. I drink like sometimes up to four liters per day. Like, that's a lot of milk. You know, some people are drinking two gallons of milk a day. That's a lot of milk. And if you're drinking two gallons, which is eight liters, you're still miles away from 70 liters of milk on a daily basis. So even if you're drinking two gallons of milk, it's not going to cause an estrogen problem. Is there something like a harmful dose? Yes, but you have a safety margin of at least 100, if not 1,000 fold of which is typically consumed. So you're safe. The hormones in even conventional milk is not going to be an issue. So I want to bring up another point is that the main estrogen in milk is estrone sulfate, right? It's the dominant form of estrogen in milk, but estrone sulfate is also the weakest estrogen and it's the easiest excreted because it's already in a detoxed form. It's already more water soluble so the body can just excrete it, right? So the absorption is very poor and the excretion is high and it doesn't cause changes in your own hormones. Now, I want to compare this with, for example, oral testosterone. So if you take testosterone orally, it could change your hormonal status, but you need to take a lot. So I want to show you this graph. They supplemented these guys with uh, 120 nano milligrams of testosterone, NT. 120 milligrams, the black dots. You can see it went from 5 to 20. So it's like a 4x change in the, their testosterone, and then it went back to baseline within, I don't know, three to four hours, right? So that large dose of testosterone was only able to, to make your testosterone go up fourfold and you were back to normal within three to four hours. The amount of androgens or estrogens you're going to consume for milk is nowhere close to the milligram amounts. It's nanograms or picogram amounts. It's very, 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 very small and you need a very large amount to actually make a hormonal change. So why does milk cause side effects? It's because of A1 casein. A lot of people are sensitive to A1 casein and the way the body digests it, it doesn't break down the peptide sufficiently enough. So you get this peptide called beta-casomorphin 7, which can then cause inflammation in the intestine for some people. So you have this low-grade inflammation, which then causes mucus, brain fog, and joint pains, skin issues, because you have this low-grade amount of inflammation that also stimulates the immune system in a negative way, causing issues. 
And then that inflammation causes intestinal inflammation. And where do you digest food? In the intestine. Where do you absorb your food, your nutrients? In the intestine, right? So because of the A1 casein causing intestinal inflammation, you get a destruction in the lactase enzyme that digests lactose. This leads to lactose intolerance. A lot of people can overcome lactose intolerance just by switching away from A1 casein, they switch to A2 casein. So if they eliminate the intestinal inflammation, their lactose tolerance comes back. Also, allergens in the cow's diet. They could be eating a certain shrub or a bush or something that you might be allergic to. And some of those allergens are transported into the milk, which you then consume and you are allergic to. And then you might be thinking, oh, it's the estrogen. You are already too damp. And this is more according to the Chinese medicine where someone might have an excess amount of dampness, right? So they already have phlegm. They already have dampness issues. Please Google this. I'm not an expert on traditional Chinese medicine. But uh, typically they would recommend if someone is too damp that they stay away from milk consumption. Or another issue is that people are already too cold. Like your core temperature is not high enough. You already have cold hands and feet, right? And now you add cold milk on top of that, making you even more cold. And if you're cold, your mood can't be optimal. So this is very often why people in the winter, they struggle to get their core temperature higher. They feel more sad, more depressed. They don't feel as good because they're cold and it makes you more anxious. Like I've worked with a lot of people on this. The moment they start feeling warmer, their mood improves. They, form, they feel more relaxed and better and happier because they're warmer. They can achieve their optimal temperature. So if you're already slightly colder and you put on top of that cold liquid, it doesn't have to be milk. It could be fruit juice could be cold water you know it brings your temps down even more and worsen your symptoms so here's what you can do instead instead of drinking cow's milk a one cow's milk you can go to a two cow's milk or goat milk and so the goat milk and sheep milk and buffalo milk and camel milk they are predominantly a2 cassie so they're very unlikely to cause issues for people now sheep and, and uh, buffalo and camel milk is obviously not that easily obtainable and so goat milk is, you can find it almost everywhere. And so that's a really good thing to try out. Right, so try A2 cow's milk or goat milk as an alternative. You can try kefir or yogurt because those enzymes already helps to break down the proteins and the lactose so that the adjustability of something that's fermented is oftentimes better. Obviously, if you ferment something, it creates uh, bacterial toxins, including histamine, which someone could be sensitive to. So just keep that in mind. You can also switch to coconut milk, right? If you don't want to drink cow's milk, you can switch to coconut milk. And if you're really, if you tried A2, cow, uh, A2 cow's milk and goat milk and kefir, you've tried all of these things and they don't work, but you still want to have the testo shake, use coconut milk instead. So that is it. I hope it convinces you that estrogen, even in conventional milk, is not going to cause an issue. The amount in milk is too small to cause an issue. The absorption is super low. And then the excretion is almost immediate. Like all of this is so water soluble, you just excrete it right away. And the safety margin, as I said, is almost like a thousand fold. They have to spike milk with estrogen 100 to a thousand fold before it actually starts to have hormonal effects or detrimental estrogenic effects on the body. So if you do have side effects from milk, it's very unlikely to be the estrogen or the hormones in milk. It's more likely to be that you're sensitive to either the casein, the lactose, or some allergen that they may be added to the milk because they sometimes add uh, some form of a preservative or some form of a emulsifier or a thickener to the milk, which you could be sensitive to. 
milk has been consumed for ages. It's an anabolic food. It's a very healing food. There's even a whole diet consisting of milk only. It's called the milk cure diet. Go check that out. And I think milk is a fantastic food to have on a regular basis if you're not sensitive to it. All right, guys, I hope you learned something new and enjoyed this video. And I will check you in the next one. Cheers.